redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. Oh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome in to podcast number 13. Hola. What's happening? Tyler is back, in case you didn't catch that. Guess who's back? So. Again. <laughs> oh, are we allowed to sing Eminem on here? Yeah, yeah. Time? Yeah, okay. we can do that. Tyler can. That's Us cool. homeschoolers don't know what he's talking about. So Hope the candy? <laughs> <laughs> we used to get that on special occasions. Oh, so welcome back. We're in here for another week. Uh, looking forward to whatever we have to throw out today. And I want to kick us off with something that I think everybody's going to appreciate. What's Come on. That? And it's related to Instagram. Because everybody uh, appreciates Instagram, right? So I, was, I noticed in uh, the different likes of our posts, we had a very unique account that liked us. Ooh, was it Mormons? It was not. Mississippians? Negative. Ooh. Mormons in Mississippi? Negative. <clears throat> so this account had 60,000 likes. Oh, wow. This is a big account. That's a couple more than us. That's what we're shooting for, right? <laughs> 60,000. All that to say, short little plug, hey, everybody that's listening, go follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Share it with your friends, right? Do us a solid share it. That way we get more accounts like the one I'm about to tell you Look, about. That we're trying us. to get some sponsors to get some money so we can at least buy some SpaghettiOs or something like that. You know, <laughs> you know start small and move up, right? So anyway, here's the account. 60,000 likes. Um, it is an account of a cat. Oh. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Is it Grumpy Cat? No. R.I.P. Grumpy Cat passed yeah. away. No, it's not that one. Uh, I'm so. pulling it up right now so I can tell you exactly who it is. But shout out to the, all the cats out there that have Instagram accounts, uh, and especially the ones that are listening to our podcast. So, I don't like cats. <laughs> it is called, all right, here you go, Star the Man. <laughs> no. Hold on. <laughs> Star the Manx. Man. It's all cats. It's literally all cats. It's like, and it's all one cat. Star this, the man. Yeah. this is what the world has come to. In, in in sunny Southern California, no less. Why does that not surprise me that that's in California? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know we're doing something right when we have a 60,000 uh, follower account that is liking our stuff. That's a cat. That's a cat. So anyway, you know, we're going to have to start hating on cats here pretty soon. Oh, there ain't no uh, doubt. You know, but I thought everybody would appreciate that. Uh, heck, I would rather have a cat than my six dogs, but. 
Do what you got to do. I'm not a dog or a cat guy. Colin, you got any animals? No, not really. Do you like animals? I do like animals. I just got done taking care of a bunch of animals for some people, and they're all still alive. So that's... I was going to say, by taking care of, you mean you went hunting? No, that was a couple months ago. Oh, okay. uh, Colin hunts in his neighborhood for uh, <laughs> for people's pets. <laughs> no, I just got done taking care Sells of them uh, to the local uh, local restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> sesame Siamese at the local Chinese restaurant. <laughs> hey, speaking of, okay, so a few years ago I went fishing with a buddy of mine uh, down on the Gulf. So we're fishing down there, and he brings out his bow. So he's going bow fishing, and we're just off the bank, right? And there are these stingrays that are coming up. And so he shoots it with his bow. I mean, it's hard to miss a stingray with a bow. I've done it. Okay. It's cool. So he pulls it out, and he's holding it there. He's got the, he's got the stingray on his, on his arrow. This guy comes up walking past us, and he's like, hey, what are you going to do with that? My buddy's like, I, I don't know. I <laughs> throw it back in. I, you know, I have no idea what I'm going to throw it in. I shot it in the back. I'm just going to throw it back in there. And yeah. Go try it. again. Just a flesh wound. So the guy says, I'm not lying. Can I have it? But he's like, sure you can have it. Like, what do you want it for? He's like, I'm going to take it and cook it in my restaurant. I'll Ooh. give you $10 for it. He gave him $10 for it. Ten whole dollars. Gave him $10. He was slinging arrows the rest of the week, wasn't he? There you go. That's all we did. You say, forget the fishing. We're shooting stingrays. <laughs> so anyway. Was uh, this off the Mississippi Gulf Coast? Uh, no, Alabama. Roll Tide. Yeah, you know, there are some things that Alabama does not necessarily proud of. There are other things that we're a little more proud of. You know, we're, y'all were salty that about the whole Steve Irwin situation, so. Yeah. Y'all were, y'all were getting them back. Yeah, that's true. Old Steve-O, that was a good show. I got uh, – It was, was a real deal, man. It was. It was. R.I.P. <laughs> Steve Irwin. I was told the other day that uh, the shirt I was wearing made somebody think of Steve Irwin. So that's a high compliment. Mm-hmm. It is. If we get a like from Steve Irwin's fan page, then we will really be arrived. Oh, you're the... about to say if we get a like from Steve Irwin, we'll be doing good. <laughs> We'd be doing extremely good. <laughs> we then. would be rich. <laughs> Do y'all watch his son on Jimmy Fallon? Oh, when they yeah. bring <laughs> the one like where he brought him out and Kevin Hart's on there. Yeah. That was awesome. Hysterical. Yeah. Typically, I don't want to promote Kevin Hart's humor. Go look it up. Uh, Kevin Hart, Jimmy Fallon. What's the kid's name? Irwin kid? Like Steve Robert Irwin Jr.? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve oh, Irwin SJ. Jr. Yeah, go look it Robert up. It is Irwin. awesome. Is that his name? Robert? That sounds right. It might have. Hold it. Isn't Steve another name? I know Robert the girl's name is Bindi. That's all that I know. Bindi? Yeah. Because it's close to hey. Bambi. Yeah. Close <laughs> to Bambi. <laughs> and close I shoot Bindi. Deer. That's how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Uh,. So, here we go. Uh, we'll throw out a little rant topic. Mm. We'll see what happens oh, here. here. We, we hadn't done this in a while. We hadn't. It's been a couple of weeks. And instead of just doing, you know, each of us are going to throw our own topic out there. We're just going to throw out one topic and see what comes of it. Uh, this is culturally significant. Very. Especially since we live in Alabama. So, I don't know if you've heard or not, but uh, there was some big news that came out of Alabama in the last couple of weeks. When was that? A couple of weeks ago? About two weeks. Something like that. Uh, passed a big uh, bill banning pretty much all forms of abortion. And it is amazing the level of divide between people that that one piece of legislation has created. So anyway, uh, this is not a political podcast. 
We are not coming at this from a political standpoint. But we're going to discuss a political topic. But we're going to discuss <laughs> something that has some political ramifications. So, that's the topic. Mm, that's a good all, one, too. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm all here to listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, abortion has, has been around for a while. It's been a big topic for a long time, especially here. Uh, in Tuscaloosa particularly because we have the largest abortion clinic in the state um, here in Tuscaloosa. I didn't know that. Yep, right over off of uh, Jack Warner Parkway. They perform the most abortions in the state of Alabama, and so it's a big topic, especially here in Tuscaloosa, but um, Alabama as a whole. And uh, for me personally, you know, I could come at it like Tim was saying from a political side, but I don't want to do that. Um, This is a what we'd call a religious podcast, but <clears throat> I don't really want to come at it from a religious side right now. But to come at it very plain, vanilla, straightforward, the way I always have, people that support or don't support abortion. So f- every single person alive. Every single person alive. Yeah. They're alive because they were not aborted. So you're telling me... <laughs> That's good logic. That you support this this bill, but you you weren't aborted. That doesn't line up point. to me logically. That's a good point. Yeah. There's my rant. So again, I you know I don't y'all probably don't care about my opinion, so I'm not going to give it. Uh, if you would like my opinion, you are welcome to check out the old social medias. Tyler, go uh, go say something on social media. People liked it when you said you were here. Uh, check out the social medias or shoot us an email, Fluent Grace Podcast. Uh, I would be happy to share my opinion. But I think the reason uh, that I wanted to bring this up a little bit and something that's kind of been uh, on my mind the last couple of weeks, this is a student podcast, and so uh, there's a lot of students that listen and uh, interact with it. One of the things I've noticed about students in the past couple weeks is regardless of their value system, uh, regardless of what they believe about Scripture, or regardless of um, whether or not they know Jesus, love Jesus, whatever, uh, their position on this issue is to just copy and paste whatever the most popular (laughs) Hollywood celebrity is saying about the issue. That includes you two adults. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That drives me absolutely nuts. Mm. Me right. too, Tim. <laughs> if you're going to have an opinion on this, great. Come at it from a biblical standpoint. Have your own informed opinion. Don't retweet. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's a scripture, and I don't have the reference for it, but... Thou shalt not re- retweet stupid opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tyler's version of... That's found in Third Kings chapter 9, <laughs> verse 4. There you go. Go look it up, everybody. Third Kings chapter nine, verse four. Uh, don't retweet um, something that is actually in scripture, though. Right? Uh, says to test all things. Okay. So when you've got an issue, especially an issue like this, uh, test it against scripture. See what scripture says about it. Again, I'm not going to uh, propose that you should believe, you know, on one side of the issue or the other, because I don't want you to just retweet retweet whatever I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. Go search the scriptures, figure out for yourself what scripture says about the issue, and then form an opinion. I'd like to retweet that. Don't do it. 
Don't retweet. Students, stop retweeting. Adults, stop retweeting. Actually, does students even have Twitter? Is that? No, I don't think so. I think Twitter's the only folks that have yeah, I think the only folks that have Twitter anymore are uh, celebs. It just annoys me how they limit my characters. It's a free country. I can have as many characters yeah. as I yeah. want to have. This is America. Don't limit my characters, you communist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the reference you were looking for there, Tim, was First yeah. Thessalonians five twenty one. There you go. First but Thessalonians. But test all things. Hold fast to what is good. There you go. Y'all go look that up. And murder is not good. Ran over. So, all that to say, not going to throw out my opinion as to what I believe or Sorry not. I did. <laughs> Y'all can infer what you wish. But my whole point in even bringing this up is to say, test all things. Hold fast what is good. Right? First Thessalonians, is that what you said? First, First Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Okay. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. That applies to this issue. That applies to any other issue that is mm. out there. You've got folks that will then jump on the, well, if you're going to be pro-life, then you've also got to be pro-immigrant or pro-refugee. And Jesus um, was a refugee. <clears throat> right? You've got all these other situations that uh, folks just aren't consistent about. All I'm saying is test all things. Test it against Scripture. What does Scripture say about it? I think if we all did that, we'd probably all come to the right conclusion. Just saying. I like it. Ran over. <laughs> Moving on. My heart's bowling over here still. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to get Tyler all, you know, back in the game flustered. since he missed last week. <laughs> get him all worked kind up. All flustered. In the first he, he even put minutes. his shoes back on. Which he is did. Saying, <laughs> and he's right. got his feet, like, almost on the ground. I'm proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> still got his hat on. I mean, Most people, this? when they get all riled up, they start shedding layers. Now Tyler puts them back on. Oh, so today's questions. Here we go. We're going part three. Uh, first couple of weeks we talked about, um, well, the first week we talked about uh, what's God's will for my life? How do I know what that is? We talked some about music and how to interact with uh, parents and siblings who may not be following Christ, may not even know Christ. Uh, then last week we looked at uh, how to deal with friends that uh, may be going into rebellion or maybe participating in sin. You know, how do I interact with them? At that point, how do I, um, you know, try to influence them uh, positively? Uh, so today we're going to kind of move on to uh, the next set of questions, and the first one that that I want to throw out is related to last week's a little bit, uh, but it it goes a little deeper. And the question is, how do I deal with people and problems in my life that have hurt me deeply? So now I we're not physically. When you told me that earlier, that changes my answer. <laughs> Well, a physical hurt would probably be a deep hurt. So, you know, that could be the same. That is true. Speaking of deep hurts, did y'all watch the Deontay Wilder fight? The whole two seconds. I just saw the knockout. The two minute and 17 second (laughs) fight. Nah. I saw the last, like, five seconds where he knocked it out. Dude, his face looked like jello when he punched it, like, in slow motion. It looked like a jello mold. Yeah. It was awesome. Sorry. I missed it. I need to go back and YouTube it, I guess. Yep. So, uh, how do I deal with people and problems in my life that have hurt me deeply? Uh, this, this makes it more personal, right? Last week we were talking about, hey, what do I do with a friend who has you know, started acting in rebellion or has started doing things that I don't agree with? Um, this takes a little, makes it a little more personal, right? How do I de- then deal with people who have hurt me on a personal level? What do you all think about that? Hmm. I think there's a 
It's a very broad uh, question because there can be so many, so many different, um, you know. Sorry, my wife's calling me. Better take that one, Tyler. <laughs> hey, we just like to keep it real around here. Yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, there's this question's got so much in it because it could it could come with so many different. Um, for instance, you know what I mean. Um, there's so many uh, cases where it could be this person has hurt me um, because they, you know, lied to me or because they uh, cheated on me or because you know you fill in the blank. Um, so I think the first step would be um, just saying that that. Each case is going to be different. Um, there's going to be different um, characteristics that go into each um, case like this, and there's going to be different outcomes to each case. Um, but I think we need to hold fast on to um, what God says um, in his word about um, knowing that all things are worked for good. That's a great point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Uh, is in any of these questions, however we answer them, there are going to be exceptions to that. Mm. You, we cannot sit here and give a blanket answer that equally applies to every situation in the same way. Right? It, it just can't be done. So, um, yeah, it's really it's something that we have to uh, notice and pay attention to. Uh, different situations will have to be addressed differently. Like you said, there are some general principles that can be applied, mm. and that's what we hope to kind of bring out yep. as we talk about these questions. Yep, absolutely. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this? How do I interact with and deal with folks that have hurt me deeply? That's a good question, Tim. I mean, the, the end result for me where my brain goes is reconciliation. So you, you long for reconciliation. I mean, you might not long for it in the moment. I guess it's all, like you said, it's situational. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I would hope to be reconciled. And so one way that I look at it, or you could look at it, so how do I deal with people and problems that have hurt me deeply? Well, if we're going to look at it from a Christian worldview, how does how does God deal with people who have have hurt him and sinned against him and and, and dealt with him. Um, and I think you get a shockingly uh, uh, vast answer than what your heart would throw out. He died for him. Exactly. <laughs> and he served them. And he, yeah. gave his, and he gave his time, his energy, his effort for them. Um, I mean, good grief. He stepped out of eternity into their broken story, right? And so I think the way I, my heart wants to answer this and the way – the God of the gospel answer this are two totally different things. Um, and, and, and when I say that in my heart in the midst of hurt. Um, and so I think we have to, we have to watch our feelings because feelings can, or they're deceptive. Your heart is evil above all things, right? It's what Jeremiah says. It's what Jesus says mm -hmm. <laughs> about our hearts. Our hearts lead us to um, despair and anger and all these not good things that you would find on pillows in Lifeway. <coughs> R.I.P. Lifeway. That's right. Um, anyways, um, but how would God deal with it? And I, I think when we see how the Lord loves and, he's, and he serves and he gives and he, all these great things, um, 
and and that's not to say that that God was not um, that he didn't go and flip over tables, you know, when he was angry. That's not to excuse justice, um, but it is it does cause us to stop and think um, and look at our character. So. Well, it's like it's like any other thing that we, well, any other situation that we face here on this earth. Um, God sets a standard that none of us can reach. That's right. And his standard is perfection. So if we're looking at the perfect standard and using that to answer this question, the perfect answer to this question is be reconciled, uh, love the person, pray for the person, um, do not hate the person, do not gossip about the person, do not be bitter towards the person. That's definitely not what I do. (laughs) Not at all. Um, Any of us in dealing with hurt, that's not our default Mm. response. The default response is the exact opposite. We're going to get bitter. We're going to gossip about that person. Social media makes that way too easy. We're going to uh, try to get back at that person in some way. We're going to try to hurt them back. Uh, we're going to th- think evil thoughts about that person. Um, you know, depending on the level of hurt, there may be even the thought of, man, I wish that person would just fall over and die. You know? I have that thought. Yeah? There's a song. Uh, <clears throat> I wish I could find it. Um, I don't necessarily recommend this song, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, Call it's. I think the title of it's "My Prayer" by like Jaron in the Long Road or something like that. Never heard of that. Anyway, it says uh, the lyrics to that song say, "I pray your brakes going out. I pray your brakes go out, running down a hill. I pray." Uh, oh, I've heard that. You know what song I don't, I'm talking about? I can't remember the name of it though. I've oh, heard that. Look that it up. Sounds like yeah. a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> it is. Um, it says this. Uh, I pray all your dreams never come true. So it says, I pray your brakes go out running down a hill. I pray a flower pot falls from a windowsill and knocks you in the head like I'd like to. I pray your birthday comes and nobody calls. I pray you're flying high when your engine stalls. I pray all your dreams never come true. Just know wherever you are, wherever you are, I'll pray for you. And so that's the lyrics of this song, right? And it, you know, we laugh at that because that's, (laughs) <laughs> that's terrible, and, you know, if we would never go up to somebody and say that, right? right. Um, but let's be honest, deep down, is that kind of how we feel? At times, yes. Oh, yeah. So so how how do believers deal with people and problems that have hurt them deeply? How do they deal with it differently than unbelievers? Well, an unbeliever lives out that song. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> if I was an unbeliever, I would have nothing to do with that person ever again. I would trash them and their name and their reputation and their family and their closest pet, right? Whatever it is. I don't care about that person anymore. <laughs> so one of my personal things about Christianity that kind of gets me is when people will say uh, that they want to be more Christ-like and they want to be more Christ-like, but then they come to a situation like this and they want uh, their enemies um, 
car to blow out when they're doing 110 or whatever that song says. But yet, if you want to be more Christ-like, you do realize that Christ died for the people that put him on that cross, that died for the people that whipped him and abused him and drug him up that hill. That, to me, is the hardest part of the so-called being more Christ-like is the forgiveness level and the love that he had, that he showed here while he was on earth, just for, what, 33 years? So when you say that, I want to be more Christ-like, remember that. The people that Do you want to him. be more Christ-like, or do you want to be more Christ-like when it's convenient? Exactly. Or do you just want to be more Christian so you look good? That's right. Do you want, you want some behavior modification up in there? There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I think... One major thing that sets believers apart from unbelievers when hurt and pain hit is the reality of Ephesians 1 verse 13 that said, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, key here, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. And so the difference between unbelievers and believers in the midst of trial, suffering, pain, is the reality that you have God, the Spirit living within you that keeps you from cutting tires and um, and whatever um, on your enemies or those who hurt you. Even though you might have those impulses, um, that doesn't mean you're not gonna you're not gonna hurt. You're not gonna have struggles. That is not what that means. But at the end of the day, you have God, the Holy Spirit, who you can lean into and who causes you to remember. Um, who you are in Christ reminds you of your identity, reminds you that in your pain and in your hurt, your ultimate hope is not in your circumstance or where you're at. It's in the, the God who works all things, including your pain, including your suffering, whatever that may be for his glory and your ultimate good. And here's the kicker. And this is something that we probably don't like to hear, but everything you just said applies to the other person too. Exactly. Uh, God loves that person every bit as much as he loves you or me. He died for that person as much as he died for me. He offers forgiveness to that person just like he offers it to you and me. And that's tough to remember. Um, And it's something that we can only be affected by with the power of the Holy Spirit, like you were saying. It's not easy, right? We're not going to sit up here and say, you know, uh, you've been hurt in some way. Well, just go off and forgive them like Jesus did and you'll all be good. That's not how it works, and we understand that. We recognize that. However, if we are going to say we follow Christ, we have to get through the hurt with the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's different levels of hurt, right? We referenced this a little bit ago, right? There can be emotional hurt. Um, There can be physical hurt. There can be relational hurt. There can be all these different hurts. That can literally follow you your whole life. Yeah. Somebody... um, uh, somebody said one time, hurting people hurt people, mm. right? So if we allow the hurt to just take over who we are, I'm going to then go out and I'm going to push that hurt onto somebody else. Um, and that could look a number of different ways. So uh, that, you know, how do I deal with people and problems in my life that have hurt me deeply? On a spiritual level, you have to turn it over to Christ. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through you. Uh, on a practical level, you have to be obedient to what it says in Scripture, which is not easy, right? Not easy at all. Um, 
And you shouldn't do it alone. You should do it with other believers. Uh, lean into other believers who are also filled with the Holy Spirit and allow them to work, to the Spirit to work through them to minister to you. And so, I mean, that's what this Holy Spirit is. He's called the counselor. He, he's the helper. He helps us and he counsels us um, in hurting and in times of when things are good because we're quick to divert the glory away from God when things are good and think it's in and of ourselves. And that's not true either. So. And two, we can always, you know, we can take comfort in the fact a lot of the times if we've been hurt by someone, uh, we want justice for whatever that hurt is, which is natural, right? Justice is a characteristic of God. It's something that he put uh, in us, a desire for justice. Ultimately, that should be a desire for him and his justice, not anything that we can produce or manufacture on, on our own. Isn't it Romans that talks about... Um, uh, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Uh, when we turn that over to Him and the Holy Spirit, then we can know and trust that it is being done perfectly, whereas if we try to handle it on our own, more than likely we're just going to screw it up and it's going to turn into a lot bigger problem and include a lot more hurt than has already taken place. That was a long answer. That is. Yep. And because of that, you know what? That's all we're doing for this week. <laughs> so wrap us up, Colin. All right. Well, man, we just talked about abortion, and we talked about people that hurt you. That was a, some meaty stuff and hard stuff to get through. You know what goes well with meat? Potatoes. Cheese. Oh. So this could be another, this is another weird been one. have sitting over there thinking about this for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> at least, maybe more. Um, this week's Guinness World Record update is the largest cheese tasting event. <laughs> Shout out to Carly, first, my cousin, Tim's wife, Cheese Club, forever. First off, I just want to know, do you like advertise, hey, we're going to have a cheese tasting event, we need everybody to be there? You know how awkward I will that not was? show up. No, I, I would totally be there. I will else. not show up. <laughs> but it there was. Some, uh, there are some awful cheeses. You know, this one of those stank cheeses. With stank <laughs> exactly. with a. Uh, exactly. What's that cheese people put on lasagna and spaghetti and all that stuff? Mozzarella. No parmesan. Parmesan. Oh, parmesan. Dude, that like stuff parmesan? is straight. Out from underneath oh. somebody's toenails. That stuff reminds me of like foot shavings. It does. Like whenever you get a pet, it egg smells and like, like it rub too. it on your foot. And yes. you, that's what it looks like. Oh, yeah. so yeah, they got a thousand people to come out for a cheese tasting event. Wow. That's terrible. It sounds awful. That's a thousand people with no life. Exactly. Hey, you thousand people, go get a life. <laughs> Go listen to a good podcast or something. Like, do something productive with your life. Was this event in Mississippi, by chance? It was not. Although, I would not have been surprised if it was held in the old great state of Mississippi. <laughs> oh. That's all, folks. <laughs> we are done with another week. Check back with us next week for episode number 14. And I think next week we're going to start digging into some relationship type questions i.e. dating (laughs) oh prepare yourselves you know you want to be here for that one so come back next week check us out episode 14 until then have a good week gooses later we out